Now, when we're in radio, uh, you sort of get asked to do some pretty crazy stuff. I mean, last year I did this dating thing for the advertiser, and then just recently I was emceeing at schoolies. Yeah. But yesterday, Callum, your name got put forward for something that really um, caters to your skills. Yeah, my name was put in the goblet of fire of a really weird challenge. Um the Dockside uh, Port Adelaide Council is wanting someone to participate in the footlong sausage roll eating competition, <laughs> the inaugural one as well. So it's a it's a competition where the money goes towards charity if you win, and pretty much I have to down a footlong sausage roll with what I've been told is a bunch of uh, minor celebrities of Adelaide. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. Eating competition is going to be it's going to be great to watch. Oh, I, mean, I imagine it'd be like one of those classic American hot dog eating competitions yeah. where it's a big, long table. You have glasses of water you can dip it into, a bit of sauce, Ugh. and there's a time limit going. I actually get a live stream link as well. Great. So if I want to send to my friends and family, show if they're really well, proud of me, um, I can send a link out and they can watch me eat this foot long. It's amazing. I am going down to support you on Saturday and check out the festival. I mean, it's down at Port Adelaide. It looks like a great time. We've actually got the mayor of Port Adelaide coming in later to talk about it. But what made me laugh so much about this is that I'm looking at the website and yeah. it's obviously talking about the footlong sausage roll eating contest from the Mayfair Bakery. Um, but it also says that it's already dragged in a couple of big names. <laughs> yeah. but are you the big name? I guess so. I guess so. And I was thinking that as well. Like, who is going to be next to me? I'm thinking, like, if you're the headliner, who else is in there? I'm thinking, like, uh, is it Shay Cockatoo Collins's cousin? Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, or, I I'm thinking know. I'm going to, like, throw up on the Haggleco guy next to me the or Haggleco something like that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> Sometimes me think, what is friend? Then me say, friend is someone to listen to Dave or Tom and Callum podcast. Mm. Cookie, um, nom, 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 nom. Kids are bloody hard work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm dealing with two of them on the daily, Tom and Callum. <laughs> but no, um, sometimes you have to try extra hard to impress them. And this dad over in America actually tried extra hard by taking his three-year-old and six-year-old to Disney World. Yeah, sure. And he regrets it because they were miserable the whole time. Miserable? What's the slogan of Disneyland again? Isn't it like where dreams <laughs> come from? place on we got, earth. It's killing producer Alex here. He has the answer. He worked at Disneyland. What's the slogan? Is it where dreams come true or the place of happiness or something? The one in the west is the happiest place in the world. The one in the east is the most magical place in the world. All right, All right thank you. Okay, turn your mic off. We don't need any more of that gear. Jeez. But that is terrible. I mean, that is the biggest amusement park in the world. It's mm. the most renowned, the most famous. There's so much to do. Surely there's something that the kids can bite into. Yeah, well, this reminds me of this time I took my niece, Georgia, when she was about five years old to the circus. Yeah. It was at Benithan Park and I was so excited to take her and I my enthusiasm was through the roof because I'm like, guys, how exciting. You're going to see clowns. You're going to see acrobats. You're going to see ladies on the silk. Yeah. Lovely. Well, we get there and it gets to the grand finale and it's a BMX rider in one of those cages. Oh, cool. You know, That's like awesome. The octagon cages and they're like going upside down and whatever. Anyway, I'm going, Georgia, look at this. It's amazing. Wow. This man is doing all these tricks. And she looks at me, this five-year-old, sassy as all hell. This circus had cost me a pretty penny. It was three kids. <laughs> and she goes, 
It's just a man on a bike. Oh, man. It's just a man she, on a bike. She turns around, I'd rather go to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your natural enthusiasm turned into playing, being like, please, Literally. please just have fun with this. And that is something that does happen as an adult when you're trying to impress a child, is that you're going above and beyond, and the kids can sense it. Yeah. They don't care. Definitely. I remember when I was a kid, I got taken to Victor Harbour as a holiday, and it was like my first holiday as a five-year-old or something, and my parents intended for a three-day trip, but I got there. And I was taken back on the first day because I hated everything. I just made an absolute scene. There's nothing you can show me. The beach was awful. The shops were awful. The ice cream was awful. To top it off, there was this tiny TV in our room. I wanted a bigger one. So I was like, this is the final straw. How am I meant to watch my Teletubbies on this tiny little TV? And so they took me home a day early on this magical holiday I was meant to be. Absolute little brat. Well, we did get a bunch of texts in from the Fresh, fresh Fam, of course. Uh, you can text in now, 04289. First, why did the what did the kids hate? This first one here says, Parents took me to the zoo, but because it rained just a little bit, the whole day was done for me. I refused to smile out of spite. Kids hate rain. I still hate rain. I can relate to that. It ruins an experience no matter what it is. Was we that a- you that texted Yeah. <laughs> we got another one here. I took my kids to the Royal Adelaide show and they cried the whole time. They didn't like how noisy and overwhelming it was there. As a family, we blew over $400 that day for the most stressful five hours of my life. <laughs> Oh, the things you do, man. This one here, I took my kid to the giant rocking horse. He was unimpressed, thought it'd be bigger and demanded we went home. What more do you want? What more do you want? It's massive, <laughs> especially if you're a kid. If you're a toddler, that thing's huge. I can relate to this one as well. I took my toddler on the carousel at Semaphore and every photo her eyes look like can burn a hole through the camera. Not happy at all. <laughs> This one here as well. My brother wanted this awesome trifle my mum has made, but to do that, he has to eat three pieces of carrot. He spent 20 to 25 minutes convincing himself to eat the carrot. He finally does, gets his dessert, takes one bite of the trifle, and asks for more carrots. Mm, okay. What a problematic kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, get, it, get rid of him. <laughs> this one here. My toddler is like a cat. I try so hard with her, and she honestly won't give me anything back. I find myself... To doing the most ridiculous dances only to have her stare at me with disgust. You have to dance? Dance yeah, is the currency? You've got no idea. Like an idiot. There's a lot of stuff you got to do. <laughs> oh, Dave Tom and Callum podcast. Oh, Dave Tom and Callum podcast. I'll have what she's having. Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. So the Oxford Dictionary has a word of the year that they add into the dictionary realm and then it stays there forever. And it seems like it's getting weirder and weirder mm. with their new word that's been added this year. I would have thought this year it would have been boda, right? Bad or something. Boda? Mm. It is not boda. No. That would have been a good one, wouldn't it? But in previous years, it's been things on the more serious tone. In 2021, it was vax. 2019, climate emergency. 2018, toxic. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, a bit more serious sort of tones. Yeah, so <laughs> Not what so we're, much boater. So, <laughs> so what we're dealing with now, their new word that will be added to the Oxford Dictionary for word of the year is goblin mode. Goblins are real. Now, is that, like, hyphened or is it what? I think it's just one. I think <laughs> okay. it's just one, but... Yeah, it defeats the purpose of a word, right? Well, I've never heard of goblin mode, so so tell me what it is. Goblin mode, pretty much, it refers to a state of being when you're kind of lazy. And the example they give is if you're on the couch at four in the morning, you've woken up, TV's still blurring, um, you're all tired, and then you go to the fridge, eat some shredded cheese with your bare hands. 
just in that state of despair and tiredness is goblin mode. Okay, so they've got they've based this off of me. <laughs> um, You're the original you, goblin. Or you, mate, to be honest, it could be either of us. But you know what? This this word garnered ninety three percent of votes against its contenders, which was metaverse and hashtag I stand with. Okay. So Meta- it copped a big vote list. It certainly did. Metaverse could have been a good one. Goblin mode. Go- really? Who's going goblin mode? I you don't mean, say you're us. going this reminds me <laughs> this just reminds me of when I tried to coin the phrase full turkey with my mates to say I'm feeling tired because oh. turkey has the chemical in it that makes you drowsy. You know what? And I'd be like, I'm gonna get go full turkey tonight you, after a few happy waters. <laughs> you love to coin a couple of phrases yourself, mate. I think yesterday you said uh, you were gobsmacked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you, you love a bit of um. I should be a writer for Oxford. I'm yeah. combining. I'm a lyricist for this. I'm combining two different phrases at once. <laughs> You're listening to Davo, Tom, and Callum, the podcast.